0: Uh, Doing the best at this moment puts you in the best place for the next moment.
1: Yeah. Uh, Stepping stones.
0: Stepping stones because sometimes I don't always get it right. But I can't say I've ever lost money. Like I've I've fucked up sometimes but we still made it through and it put me in a better place maybe with better equipment or something to do the next job.
1: I feel like the same type
0: of job in a better way.
1: Yeah, I feel like the only way you can have a setback is if you don't learn from your mistake or your failure or whatever you want to put that as. But as long as you take something away from it and you actually apply it, then it's just stepping stones forward each time.
0: That's pretty positive. I (laughs) fucked up some shit where I've already fucked it up that way before and haven't learned anything new, but still fucked it up. Yeah, it's still a setback, but we just bulldoze through it. Like that's just what we do. That's a landscaping company. You just fucking bulldoze through it.
2: Isn't that all landscaping though?
0: Yeah. That was from your your girl Oprah. She said that. Huh? So, and we all know how much money Oprah has.
2: She's oh, yeah. buying
0: Hawaii, right? She's still doing that,
1: is
2: she?
0: she? wasn't she buying Hawaii or matching
1: donations for donations. donations for the fire? Right? Well, she yeah. also
2: she's also purchased like six hundred acres or something of Hawaii. Oh wow! She's been buying up land pretty steady in Hawaii.
0: So she did something in one moment that put her in the place to buy Hawaii. Really? Well, according to this quote. They say, what do you, you always have to say something before you do it? Is that something? You, I've never like, heard that. No? It's a, this this theory that before a takeover, like say Justin Trudeau fucking took over Canada, he has to say he's going to do it. Then if nobody stops him, he can do it. Same sort of thing all throughout history, right? They tell you they're going to do it before oh, they actually do
1: it. I see. yeah, yeah.
0: They don't necessarily explicitly
1: say it, but. right? But is that more so like a retrospective history, though, where you can kind of take lines and yeah, make it seem like
2: that history will absolve me.
1: <laughs> the original name of this podcast, yeah, is that what it was? Something like that, yeah. History, history will, will history will absolve us, us?
2: Yeah. yeah. I feel that. What was the quote?
1: Uh,
0: Oprah said, Oprah, doing the best at this moment puts you in the
1: best place for the next moment. I think that's generally true, but I feel like it's very, uh, I don't know, just work hard, try hard, I guess is a very simple way of putting that. Yeah.
2: But doing the best isn't always in your best self-interest,
1: <laughs> can you uh, can you give can, me can you a scenario? Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. I was trying to think. Well, okay, so I would think like here, if you're working no, as an employee.
2: Here, well, oh, no, here's a scenario. We can all agree that to do the best, in our opinion. You're doing a open graded base with an HPB screed layer, and then you're putting down pavers. We can all agree on that?
1: Depending on the application. Okay. For the most part.
2: For okay. the, for the yes. we're talking generalities. Right? Okay. So Chad approaches a school, and on the spec it says 12 inches of limestone, screeded. Put the pavers in. And Chad says, whoa. Oprah says, I only do the best to set myself up for the best again. So Chad ignores the landscape architect's advice or spec and does an open graded base. At which point the LA comes and says, rip out this whole fucking job and use the limestone I told you to use. Mm. I don't think doing the best set him up for the best the next day.
1: But he was doing his best under the circumstances, given if he did it the way it was supposed to anyways.
2: But he didn't do the best. You said doing the best. The quote says, do the best today, set you up to be do the best tomorrow. It doesn't say do the best under the circumstances. Gotcha. That's where Oprah falls off.
0: (laughs) Well, I get something that comes out of that. What would you guys do in this situation? This past year, We did a spool. You've seen it. I posted pictures of it. Uh, It's the same one that Conperm gave us the shitty pavers on where nothing matched, Um, Mm. they were all up and down and the colors were off, right? Um, They put in a bike rack, but not just a regular bike rack. It was like a bike rack awning thing. So it had to have a footing on this thing. And it was huge. Like they probably dug a 15 by 15 hole. Jesus. Yeah, it was fucking big, man. Like, there's concrete, this is a concrete pillar bike rack, like, and it held up this big awning thing, right? And I showed up whenever they were doing that, because I needed to have a site visit. And I showed up, I said, make sure whatever you dig out of that hole doesn't go back in that hole. And he said, well, why not? And I said, because that's native material. You're not going to get the right compaction. It's not going to work. Like, it's going to fuck up like any yeah. year. Like, okay, sure. But that was it. I came back. It was backfilled, obviously, gravel on top of it. I sure shit know that they didn't haul that material away. Um, my warranty on the project is only for materials. And that only extends as far as the. Um, uh, manufacturers responsibility or whatever. Right. So I know within the next two or three years, that's going to shit the bed. Right. Like it's going to look like absolute hell. What obviously I'm not on the hook for it, but it's still not right. Like what's the, the right thing to do? Cause in that situation I did, I didn't do it my way, but I did it their way. And it set whoever up for failure in the future.
2: You did your due due diligence.
0: Yeah, I told the guy, right? I took a picture of the hole and everything. I said, don't put that back in there. But he's still going to shit the bed, right? Am I still going to look like the bad guy in a couple of years? Whenever I have absolutely nothing to do with the sub base, right? I
1: don't know. Yeah.
2: Well, I think in a couple of years on a school build, no one will even remember you were there.
0: (laughs) Wow, they probably forgot already.
2: It's not, like, it's, you're not at someone's house. Yeah. I find it interesting you did a job where you only had to warranty materials. That's fucking sick.
0: Uh, I didn't even know what my warranty was on it. I think it was, I had my, the secretary do a warranty letter and it says, I can probably find it. I'll look it up. Keep talking.
2: I don't know. If uh, you did your due diligence, what are you supposed to? I don't like, know. What are you? What, are you, what more are you supposed to do about it? Uh, like at some point, it has to be about making money, right? Yeah. Like at some point, you have to say, I made the suggestions. I said, uh, I don't think yeah. we should do. Yeah. And everyone, they ignored me. You know, I've had that come up. Well, just like that driveway we were talking about last week where I was like, Yeah, that's not gonna work, dude. <laughs> you know, I whatever. I did my due diligence on it. I tried my best to steer someone in the right direction. If they choose not to, then and I'm sure in my life there's been countless times that people have tried to steer me in the right direction.
1: Like
2: With, people uh... people who say things like, If you're I'm electrocuting you at too high a rate, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: uh, oh. on this job i got warranty all plant material one year warranty on confirm pavers five years manufacturer warranty parts only so that's the extent
2: what are the parts uh pavers so did you did you make that up or did they tell you that's what it was
0: The so this is the great thing about having a secretary that doesn't know my job, right? She can only get information based on the documents she's provided. She's not going to go and think about, oh, well, what about the install? Do we have to warranty the install? She reads the, the spec on the job and only pulls out warranty for what is required of the warranty.
2: This is your secretary? Yes. I didn't know you had a secretary.
0: I have a part-time secretary now.
2: Wow! Uh-huh. So, it's, When did you uh, get a part-time secretary? Uh,
0: in the late fall, we sort of established the parameters of that. It's my partner's secretary that's taking my workload because I don't have, I can't some things need to change in my company so so anyway she pulled that out and that's we ended up getting our hold back based on that letter so. if anything was wrong we wouldn't have got the hold back right or they would have sent it back said you got to change this or whatever so all good nice, nice. yeah
2: yeah so having a secretary is sick
0: it's nice to take the load off between the bookkeeper and the secretary. It's good. And you don't have to pay them full time because, well, the, the bookkeeper's freelance, right? She does her own yeah.
2: thing. But I'm, I'm thinking about getting an office trailer. I heard.
0: An office trailer. Yeah. Nice.
2: I just, I don't like working in the house. Mm. I find it yeah. very distracting and we have this new dog. <laughs> And the new dog barks a lot, uh, yeah. and I'm sure the new dog will calm down and stop barking as much. But I, I feel it, I don't work well as soon as I'm in the house. I'm distracted by a lot of things. Yeah, like the television and food, like food. those things distract. Well, they do. I'm Sorry, television and food distract me. I'm a fat, lazy person. Like I'm easily <laughs> distracted by televisions and food. Um. So. Uh, i think having an office trailer i also i like being at the yard during the day when people are working it makes me feel more like i can help them or more like i if they need me i could jump into leap into action i and i mean I, it's kind of a stupid thought because i could certainly leap into action from my house it's not like kelly keeps me here chained in the basement but uh i just i don't know i feel like i'm i also think that the very best time my brain functions as a person is between 4.30 in the morning and 8.30 in the morning. Wow. And after that, my brain significantly declines in functionability to the point where someone's electrocuting me and I don't tell them to stop at 1.30. Okay. So at 8.30 in the morning, I feel confident I would have said to the lady, hey, that hurts way too much. You need to turn that down a bit, but at 30 in the afternoon, Mike's like, "Fuck it, I could go for this bitch. I can ride it out." So, <laughs> I and the problem is when you when I work from home is when I get up at four thirty, no one else is up, and I can't start wandering around the house working. One because I feel like I'd wake people up. Two because we have the dog that definitely would wake people up. So, I, f- I feel like if I had a if I go to the yard and start working, I could accomplish way more in my day by 839 and then go on with whatever else I need to get done.
0: Yeah. I think it's a good idea. My,
2: so an, uh, an office trailer is 300 bucks a month to run. Oh, it's
0: can not you bad you buy at all. one for like, five oh, they're like 25
2: grand to buy or something? They're okay. really expensive.
0: You can make one, make one out of a sea can. It can be a better
2: project. Making, well, so, okay. I thought about that. That's a legit point. I thought about, We have some clients that have C-CAN offices. Yeah. I thought about maybe buying a C-CAN as an office. I think the greatest thing about renting a trailer for 300 bucks a month, though, is that when the roof starts to leak, you just call them and they bring you a new one.
0: Yeah, I suppose.
2: Maybe Mike's affected me. (laughs) (laughs) Just rent
0: everything. What if you get a camping trailer? Then Ooh. it could have food and a TV and your office.
2: I don't know and if you can take it places situation. on the
0: weekend.
2: <laughs> just literally said, I literally, I feel like I literally just said, food and televisions are distracting to me. <laughs> uh, I... no, there's
0: no cable on the television. I guess you. Could... Yeah.
2: Well, there wouldn't be Wi-Fi unless you got Starlink. How you are you can... going
0: to get work done without Wi-Fi? Well,
2: I'm have... going to. I'm going to. I'm going to bridge my phone. Uh you can have the
1: dehydrator right there in the trailer with you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. We could get power and a dehydrator going for sure. I could be preparing beef jerky as we speak. Yeah. Mass amounts of it. I don't. I, <laughs> You'll
1: eat so much beef jerky. It'll be more expensive. I'm gonna, than okay, I'm gonna, before.
2: <laughs> I'll save the whole company. off will beef jerky. Yeah. Um, But I also don't like adding things to our overhead that aren't necessary. So I can work from home and so far it's been working, I guess, but I'm beginning to look at more and more and more commercial projects. And for me, I, I have concluded that I'm, I'm fairly good at pricing commercial projects, even though it's the old school way. And I don't know how to color things magically and then make them all fucking. It's not my style, but I'm pretty good at pricing them. But the problem is I fucking hate it. Like, I fucking hate it. I despise anything to do with pilfering through stupid tear sheets and specifications and looking for mistakes or stuff that fucks you up. But I, I hate it, but I can do it. And if I don't focus on it 100%, I will fuck it up. So really, it's say the trailer is $300 a month. You're adding $3,600 to your overhead. But if you miss one thing on one drawing because it was later in the afternoon and some fucking dog was barking, you're probably in more than $3,600. True. Yeah. So is counting on my incompetence a reason to increase the overhead? Is really the question we're down at?
0: I think there are worse ways to spend your money. That's there. how I base a lot of my decisions. I think there are worse ways to spend three hundred dollars a month.
2: Yes, I agree mm-hmm. with you. Oh. Like on beef jerky.
0: <laughs> like on beef jerky.
2: Wait, what if we're if we if we're, spend, if we're sp- that's if we're spending six hundred a month on beef jerky right now? I feel like. High dehy- dehydrator could cut that down to 300, and then we could reinvest the 300 we're saving in the office tree.
0: Yeah, you'd have strange animals all around the office trailer. <laughs> all out. You don't have to worry about barking then. You worse. should have
2: hung the beef jerky in a tree. <laughs> Fucking bears are coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think that the more we move in a direction of like residential work. I don't need to do a lot of office work. I've got that shit down to a fucking science. Like I don't need to be in the office very much. I've been doing it for over 20 years. I know how to close. I know how to do all this stuff, but I don't think it's the way, that's going to be the most productive for our people and our crews to take the company. So if we're going to go to more of a commercial company and obviously still do residential sometimes, but go to more of a commercial company, then I need to face the reality that my reality is going to change a lot because the company is going to need me to spend a lot more time quoting drawings and looking through stuff that I don't, enjoy doing and have trouble focusing on. Which sounds kind of sad as the owner of the business. <laughs> I'm setting myself up to do a bunch of stuff that I don't like doing and have trouble focusing on.
0: Because yeah, you're I going can, to know. work and doing it. Sorry? You have to. You're, Hi, you're thinking about more than yourself though.
2: I know. That's why I'm going to do it. But, yeah.
0: yeah I know. It's bigger than you. That's business ownership. Right. And like you have to do the shitty jobs a lot of the time.
2: Yes. This is a shitty job. To me personally, voting work is a shitty job.
0: The worst part about that, though, is that on any given day, any number of your employees thinks that you have the easy job by doing that.
2: So I don't think that's true of our team.
0: Mm.
2: I don't think any of them want the job that I have or to do the things that I do.
1: Uh,
0: they're smart guys. Then,
2: I, don't, I, I think they just been in the game a really long time yeah. and they know what they're good at. And it's the same with the drivers. I don't think any of them, I don't, I'm, would guess if you were to like randomly dm anyone that works for us and said would you rather be you or be mike they will all say me i don't think any of them want to do what i do i i honestly believe that i don't think any of them think it's easy or fun or that i have a good i think most of them think i have a really shitty life (laughs) i think most of them think i deserve it and i created it myself. Because they've all known me for so fucking long. Like, I, I am the master of my own destiny, destiny. I created my own demise. They didn't do anything to do it. But I don't think that any of them want to be me or live my life or think that I have some glamorous thing going on. I mean, these motherfuckers are mostly driving Dodge Ram Lamies and I'm driving a fucking Veloster. Which one of them is looking at me going, fuck, I wish we had the Veloster. Why the fuck do we get these fucking leather-seated pickup trucks? Why the fuck do we get a Veloster? Fuck that shit. I want the Veloster. Not one of them has ever come up to me and said, I really want the Veloster. Not once.
0: You're not telling me when it's 30 degrees out and you check up on the guys on the job site and they're sweating their fucking balls off and you hop back in that air-conditioned truck because you have to go do an estimate. I hop back in the
2: Veloster, first of all.
0: You get back in the Veloster. You're not telling me that they wouldn't switch jobs with you that no. day.
2: And I don't that... think any. I don't think any of them want to go do. Where do that. I
0: find these guys?
2: They don't want to go do estimates, and they don't want to go fucking crunching numbers and try to find the work. And they want to show up and do work. They want to show up and they want to do work, and they want to be given good direction when they do that work, and they want to understand what they need to do. But I don't think any of them want to do what I do. I wish one of them did, because I would just switch fucking places with them.
0: <laughs> yeah, put none, in the none, nice office trailer.
2: None of them, I don't think any of them want to do it. I, I honestly believe that. I don't think any of them would say and I think most of the time if I stop by to visit, they're like, can you just get the fuck away from here so we can get this done? I don't think I don't, I, if I show up somewhere on the hottest day and jump in the Veloster, I don't think any of them are like, fuck yeah, I wish I was him in that Veloster with air conditioning. I think most of them are like, thank God that guy's gone. So we can just get this fucking work done without him annoying us and distracting us with a shit that has nothing to do with what we're doing. I concluded that today. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to be super helpful today. I was pumped, man. I had my boots on. I was like, I'm going to go and help these guys. And when we got to the site, they said, we need a ladder to cut down these tree branches. And I said, okay, we don't own a ladder at our company. And being that I just took the working at Heights course, I said, you know, maybe we should get a safe ladder. You know, I had, when I priced the job, I had envisioned more of a behind the scenes bucket lift in the bobcat maybe to get these branches because they're not super high but the guys said we want a ladder and i said they're fucking right they should get a ladder so i went off to get the ladder got the ladder brought the ladder back they started using the ladder and then i just stood there and i realized these people don't need me to be here they know exactly what the fuck they're doing they don't want me around so i made an excuse that i had an appointment at 10 30 and left <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think any one of them looked and said, fuck, I wish Mike was still here. Oh, I'm really jealous that he had to go to an appointment. I think they're all like, whatever he's doing, I don't want to fucking be doing that. I'd rather be digging this fucking hole and pushing this regrind and we got a fucking kick-ass ladder. So you know, I don't think that any I I don't think any of them I think that if your guys, whoever one of your guys thinks that you got some fucking great job. You should make them do your fucking job for a day. I bet they would not fucking like it they can't.
0: They can't do my job exactly, but that doesn't mean they don't think they can do it. I've been, I'm making it seem out. I'm making it seem like my guys are all pieces of shit. They're fucking phenomenal guys, right? They they're great workers and everything, but I sometimes feel like they would rather have my job and that they think it's all driving around in the truck. And all talking to people because they see sometimes whenever I'm talking to GCs for 15 minutes or whatever and shooting the shit, right, with city inspectors and all that, while they're busting their ass laying sod or raking or something like that, right? They think that it's all like that all the time.
2: Yeah, but do they do you think they think that or do they actually tell you they think that?
0: No, is that don't. your is
2: that your perception of what they think, or is that what that's they actually
0: my think my perception of what they think based on what I thought whenever I was a but that's because like you that. could
2: do the job.
0: Not at the time I couldn't.
2: You could have. Obviously, you could have. You had the potential to do the job.
0: I had the potential, but I and at didn't... some
2: point you believed you could do it, and so you went and did it.
0: Yeah. So
2: people, people who don't believe they will ever be able to do the job and will never go and do the job are not upset that you're doing the job. If you have someone who works for you that you believe is going to go work for themselves and can do the job you're doing, that will be the only person that's upset with you. People, people who don't have a vision of themselves being the person that you are will never be upset that you're out doing that. The only person that will be upset is a person who has the vision of them doing what you're doing. So if you employ someone that has the vision of starting their own company, being their own boss, and doing all the things you do, that person will be upset. The rest of them won't. They'll be happy you're doing it so they don't have to fucking do it because probably mo- majority of people working for you have absolutely zero fucking interest in doing what you're doing or owning the company. I think as owners of businesses, all of us spend way too much time Thinking that everyone wants to be a business owner. Well, that's not fucking true.
0: Well, I'm thankful that everybody doesn't want to be a business owner.
2: I wish they did. They'd be all want be a business owner. Yeah, but I wish they did. So they'd all fucking fail at it. And then they would come crawling back and ram shit down their goddamn throats. I'm just joking. That's not true. I, <laughs> I not think that, that I,
0: oh my God,
2: I'm all about fucking capitalism, man. Go fail so I can fucking take advantage of you. Um, I just I think that everyone should have a taste of it, briefly at least in their life, so that they have a greater respect for the people that are doing it day in, day out. I agree with that. Yeah. You don't even have to have an epic failure. You could set up a lemonade stand and fucking sit there all day and realize you only made six bucks and you spent three bucks on the lemonade and go, fuck, that wasn't worth it. It doesn't take much to learn the lesson that you don't want to be that guy.
0: So here's something that I've been struggling with as we build our house at the yard. Our guys, I I believe, and obviously they believe they're barely paid for what they do because they stick around. Yes. For the most part, they're happy at work, but they're seeing me build this nice new home right on company property and they can't afford a mortgage. They can afford the mortgage, they can't get a mortgage, right? Am I putting this home on a pedestal right in front of their faces to see, to resent me every day? Because I'm living in this place at the yard?
2: Or are you doing that to try and cut costs so you can pay them more so they can get a mortgage?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's under the company name. The the company is going to own the house that I live in, right?
2: Yeah. I don't the question is, are you jumping the shark? Am I what jumping the shark? Does there a term called jump the shark? And I haven't heard it. Oh, so. uh, you should Google it. It's I'm just, it, <laughs> so jumping the shark is like when you're, it's mostly in reference to like sitcoms when they make a major change. Like when two and a half men went from Charlie Sheen to Ashton Kutcher, did they jump the shark and create a failure? Like, that's like what was the moment they jumped the shark? What was the moment of the downhill decline? Okay. So I could say at a previous company, the owner bought a brand-new Dodge Ram Laramie Longhorn and then proceeded to just endlessly brag about it to everyone at every site and every fuck in front of all the guys and talk about how, just really... And to me, everyone was pretty happy and working along there until the moment that that truck showed up, and that guy just started endlessly talking about how fantastic it was and how fantastic he was. I think that that was his jump the shark moment.
0: Well, so is that what I'm? The other right?
2: truck, like, well, the uh, well, I don't know. That's up to you. That's what I'm asking you. Did you jump the shark building the house at the yard?
0: Well, I'm not intentionally rubbing it in their face by any means, right?
2: Oh, I don't think to he'd me, do. I'd
0: be fucking long gone far away.
2: I, I don't think, I don't think he was thought he was intentionally rubbing it in anyone's face. Anyway, I don't even think it well, was, he
0: was bragging about it. I suppose that
2: he was just really happy with the truck. Yeah. Really I, loved it. Yeah. I, I'm just, I like. I think that every business has to be careful. They don't jump the shark.
0: Yeah. So put up some big trees is what you're saying.
1: Pretend it's not there. Pretend it's not there. I think it comes down to the communication. Like I I think PK said, like explaining that it's you're closer to work, you're saving on amount, and then you can pay them more because of it. Are you selling? Rubbing it in their face and saying, "Look at this place you guys built me." (laughs) Are you selling your other house? Uh, I'm hoping not to. I want to
0: rent it. I want
2: to because I
0: don't necessarily need the money. Without being this big fucking real estate guy, I don't necessarily need the money from the sale of the house to build this other house only because it's company money building the house.
1: Yeah, And think of the course that you could make on the other side of yeah. becoming a landlord. You imagine that.
2: Well, the first thing you should always do is make a course. Make a course. Before,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> before you know that you can do it, make a course about it.
2: Before you know anything about <laughs> anything, start your course. Start the course now. I don't... I also worked for a guy who used to say things like, "Get the fuck out there and make me money." But I would never. So well, and he is an astronomically wealthy person who's astronomically successful, and he would have everyone to his house working, and he would say, "Look around and see all your hard work gets me all this shit." Get out there and make me fucking money. And he he never pretended. He never hid it. He never fucking tried to like sideline people and be like, I don't make money doing this. He would always say, I make a fuck ton of money doing this because I'm the one with all the fucking risk, you stupid motherfuckers. And that's how he talked to everybody. And everyone who worked for him, i <clears throat> I didn't directly work for him, <clears throat> but I was around him a lot. Everyone who worked for him fucking loved him and as far as I know, still works in because he was just being honest about it. Wow. He wasn't trying to hide it. He wasn't trying to be shady. He wasn't trying to. And if, if someone said, well, I could do this, he'd be like, no, the fuck you can't. You're not fucking smart enough. Go fucking try it.
0: See, I know that happens as an employee. I don't need to be told that happens.
2: I right. guess it just depends on who you attract as a company too. Like I Yeah. I don't think that you should be I don't think you should be embarrassed about being successful. I don't I, it's not my style to say things like that to people. I'll tell you that. Like yeah. I wouldn't be going up to people and being like your fuck get it the fuck out there and make me some fucking money that's not my personality at all i on the other side too is do you think that people even care that you make money doing what you do like when you treat them fairly uh it's not your fault the interest rate went up to seven and a half percent
0: no true
2: it's not your fault that they're bringing 500,000 immigrants into a country that doesn't have enough housing already causing the cost of housing to absolutely spike uncontrollably. That's not Chad's fault. Well, it depends how Chad voted, but whatever. Um, I
0: think you should be well aware of how I voted by now.
2: (laughs) So I just, there's a lot of things happening with people not being able to afford a mortgage that has nothing to do with, who they employ employed by or how much that person earns from the company yeah i think that you didn't you didn't print hundreds of billions of dollars and then stuff it into the economy for free and cause the chocolate bar to be four dollars
0: that's for sure
2: you didn't take over the country when gas was 78 cents on average and then eight years later, gas is a dollar on average. You didn't do any of those things to those people. Yeah. Like you did yeah, I, I, I was looking at a GMC Denali Ultimate thirty five hundred dually. Guess how much that truck is?
0: Hundred and
2: twenty four grand. No. No, no, 150.
1: Can't be that high.
2: 136 with tax over 150. Wow.
1: Is
0: that including the luxury vehicle tax?
2: No, they don't charge that on trucks, no matter how Oh, expensive. really? Yeah. Hmm. That's insanity that there's a pickup truck that's $136,000. That's the MSRP. Yeah. But you didn't—you didn't create any of that situation, and I think that most people are smart enough to know that you didn't. And you seem like, in general, you're good to people. Like, I don't know if you thought it was going to be that big a problem. Why did you do it?
0: I, we need we need a bigger house. We need. But you to could that. have
2: just—you could have just bought a house somewhere else. You didn't have to build it up the yard.
0: No, not with company money. Couldn't buy a house somewhere with company money.
2: Well you could have bought a house and made it the second yard number two.
0: But you're limited for sure as to what you can buy, then. Right? Know, as long Maybe as you need another place with listen, the tax man's already on my case. At
2: the end of the day, if you thought it was gonna be an earth shattering problem at your company.
0: No, I, I, mean- I don't think it will be. Um I can see with well, maybe one or two guys as it being an issue, but for the most part, it's not going to be a problem for the company. But I just always wondered if it, how the employees would interpret that, right? It's a uh, well, well, regardless, great. it's happening now.
2: Yeah, yeah, but if on the first job of the season, you guys excavate a. 10,000 par fiber optic cable and the fine is $2 million and the company bankrupts, how many of them are going to be running out to help you dig yourself out of that hole?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Zero. None of them. That's for sure.
2: Well, that's, but that's, you know, it's the great risk is the great risk, right? Great risk. With great risk comes great reward, Chad. Yeah. Where do you rate that quote?
0: Uh it's I've heard it a million times, I suppose, but it's still a good one. I guess it's a four.
2: I'll give it a four. Yeah. It's gotta be a four. What makes a five on this podcast now?
1: It's gotta be true and it's gotta be good. Probably unique too. Didn't you say you had one, Mike? Oh, you, I, now's I, a yeah. good time for it's you not to a throw five. it in. Maybe it's oh it's not a five. What is it? <laughs> you wanna hear it? Sure. I I have it as in I didn't make it I heard it so uh, this is not me saying this if it looks like you're doing the right things you probably are Hmm. under the
2: circumstances
1: (laughs) under the restrictions (laughs) provided
2: (laughs) under the restrictions provided you probably are uh, if it looks like you're doing the right things
0: to other gonna... people it could look like you're doing the right things you might not necessarily feel that way I've seen I feel like other people are doing the right thing all the time
1: I've seen but I don't
0: see it in myself go ahead
1: yeah I've seen steps being installed on grass that to some people that don't know may look at that and think they're doing the right thing but they are not doing the right thing. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. It's perspective. Yes. I've seen some people when they're very young, broadcasting their opinions everywhere and charging people for them. Even though I know when I was young, some of my opinions weren't right or good. Now they believe they're doing the right thing. It's all perspective.
1: Yeah.
0: I got one to come off that. Another quote. Yeah. Yeah. I got to remember it, though, because it's not written down. Um, Those who know don't talk, and those who talk don't know.
1: That's a good one. Yeah, I like those types
2: of quotes. That's one of my
0: favorites ever. Thank God, I must
2: know nothing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, I like those types of quotes. Those are good.
2: Do you think the perspective so when people say quotes like that, I tend to as a person I always see myself in the negative connotation of that quote. That's Maybe just you're me. just overly critical of yourself. Oh no, and I am that's a good thing. Too. I am I am my self-hatred is what drives me forward. I'm I've been in this body 50 years. I don't remember a day when I didn't hate myself. So my self-hatred is definitely what drives me forward. So I have learned to temper that. Because it's always an underlying theme of my life. But I just, it's interesting. If you hear that quote, what do you, what person do you perceive yourself to be? I perceive myself immediately to be the person who talks too much and knows nothing. But what if someone says that to you, Mike, which person do you perceive yourself to be immediately?
1: I know I'm the quiet one. I am usually the quiet one in the room unless there's nobody talking. Then I become uh, the louder one.
2: So So, you perceive yourself as the.
1: Yeah, the person that. Well, I I prefer to listen anyways when it comes to being in a room. Chad, where do you perceive yourself?
0: I'm generally the quiet guy, but that goes against everything that we have going on here, right? Yes. We're all on a fucking podcast together. and So I guess we're all the loud one. We all don't know.
2: I, I'm confident I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to say that it, I would like to think that in my life, if I'm in a room of people that I I know when to keep my mouth shut and when to talk.
1: Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a reason why when you guys talk about equipment and employees, I usually don't have much to say.
2: As opposed to when we talk about Trudeau.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then I know that just to keep my mouth shut because I don't want to be on the uh, the annexation list.
2: <laughs> I I just I, Whenever someone says a quote like that, I always immediately think of myself for the negative connotation of the quote. I don't know why. It's just personality disorder, I guess. Top of the. Me- Maybe it's my greatest flaw.
1: <laughs> you could say.
2: Way to tie the second hour into the first, Mike.
1: I think we got a uh, title for the show.
2: This. <laughs>
1: my greatest. Flaw. Hating-,
2: hating people that don't work is my greatest flaw. <laughs> <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> hating uh. Chad's hatred of lazy people who don't work is his greatest flaw. Show title. Hello oh, at the door. <laughs> so that that's around two hours. Are we are we calling that the, the the are we doing one more quote or what are we doing?
1: Chad, you got a good one Um uh,
0: uh, here's a an okay one by the creator of Garfield.
2: Oh, I think it's a good way to go out. Yeah, that's a great way to go out.
0: If you're patient and wait long enough, nothing will happen.
1: It's very much like Garfield.
2: That is very much like Garfield. So maybe
0: it forces you to take massive action.
2: Ooh. When,
0: or did we leave that in 2023?
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's always good to have callbacks i think
2: i think massive action can be taken in 2024 or 2023 i if i have really really hard decisions to make in my life i like whether they're personal or business wise i always think back to something i don't remember who told me this but they told me if you wait long enough the decision will just get made for you yeah, and mm-hmm. so if I'm yeah. oh, him, yeah. if if I'm hemming and hawing about something, I just like if they say there's like a used truck, and I'm like, we should buy that truck, and I think about <laughs> it and I think about it and I think about it, inevitably <laughs> someone else will buy it, and the decision got made for me. Right.
0: I did that exact same thing a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, oh great, that truck is gone. I wanted that so bad.
2: If the you wait long enough, yeah. if you wait long enough, the decision will always be made for you, but you lose control of the decision. Yeah. And so whenever that no matter what I'm thinking about deciding, or no matter what it is, I if I have if I've wasted too much time thinking about it, I'm like, well, I gotta do something here. Because if I don't, it'll just get made for me. And then I might like I might like the outcome of the decision when it gets made for me. Or I might fucking hate it. Like someone bought the truck I wanted. (laughs) So anyways, I do. I like that quote. It's good, Chad. I give it a four. I'll give it a four too. Let's go out on a four.
0: Chad. Sounds good. It's a four for me.
1: What about, what about this one? If it looks like you're doing the right things, you probably are. You guys didn't rate that one. I give it a one.
2: Oh, I give it a one.
1: Yeah. I don't like that one all that much. Okay. So we didn't go out on a four. (laughs)
2: and and that's about what this deserves a one that's the end of the episode